Joining me today is a very special guest. It's Scotty Walden, who was the first quarterback for Dord College as a varsity competitive sport in 2008. If you look up the record books, he's still got some records in there, but right now he is moving up in the coaching ranks quickly. Case in point, a little over a year ago, he was the youngest head coach in NCAA football at East Texas Baptist University. Now he's moved up to the NCAA Division I ranks as the inside wide receivers coach and tight ends coach at the University of Southern Mississippi. Scotty Walden attended Dord College for a year, and he had a lot of great stuff to say about his time and how it helped prepare him along the way for the coaching journey he's embarking on now. One of my favorite interviews of the year, so without further ado, enjoy. Coming from Texas, how did yeah. you first hear about Dort College, and was there anything in particular that drew you to the college? It's quite a move from Texas up to Northwest Iowa. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. Well, the guy I'll never forget. You know, I was, I was, you know, obviously just um, going. It was during recruiting season. Got done with our football season, and uh, Wade White was the defensive coordinator there at uh, at Dort for a couple of years, and he uh, he came down to my school, Cleburne High School, there south of Fort Worth, and pulled a group of us guys in the room and about maybe three or four of us and talked to us and you know we met up with him later on just stayed in touch and you know I really was interested in, in what he had to say I thought he um just presented the program in an awesome way but the the biggest I guess thing for me that attracted me was the fact that you get to start something you know like you, you get to actually you know be a part of something that started from the ground up and I thought that that was really intriguing that enticed me the most is instead of just going and being a part of something that's already been constructed in a sense you know I could go build it you know go help build it and that, that's what you know drew me into it and I, I just really loved um, the way Coach White you know re- recruited us I thought he did a great job in that but then Coach Evener, John Evener, the guy that started the program did a great job of when I got up to the door to the visit and he was just very upfront he's a very honest guy you know I just remember that a lot about him just he was really upfront and he always stayed true to his word and I think integrity is a huge part of the recruiting process and football and that really was big to me, and then uh, in addition to that, I just I really thought the, the Christian atmosphere of Dort and um, everything that, that this you know the school stood for, and the people were were really really nice, and um, really enjoyed the just the culture and the atmosphere of the school, and you know kind of uh, that that those are the things that were big to me. Um, the biggest thing that got my interest in it was being able to to help start a program. I thought that was really cool, and so uh, so that's why I, I took that opportunity. Yeah, you spent a year in Sioux Center with the Dort College football program at its very beginning. And while it was just a year, I mean, what kind of takeaways did you have from your time at Dort College? Yeah, I think um, just the takeaways I have from that first year were just, you know, understanding the um, time management. And I think that was that was clarified to me really well by my coaches, but also the academic support staff. I really wish I could remember the lady's name that helped me out academically uh, early on. She was awesome. She was very organized and very thorough, and, and I, she, she did a great job with me. Um, and and uh, my, my advisor was a, was a guy I really th- thought was just great about harping on time management, how important that is being a student athlete. And, and, you know, I learned really quick that, you know, I had to devote, you know, try to devote as much time to the classroom as I did on the field. And that was that's where I learned, you know, and, and the colleges adored are not easy, you know, <laughs> and, um, and it was, uh, it, but it was a, it was a good experience because it made you prepare and it challenged me in ways I hadn't been challenged before. And I grew a ton. I grew a ton just in that first semester. And then I having to adapt to a new state, a new culture that was uh, getting to learn uh, and meet people, 
you know, just, just in my quarterback room, uh, you know, just met so many good guys. I still keep in touch with a lot of them today, actually. A couple of quarterbacks that were in that room, guys like Justin Knott and Ben Dixon and Chase Dillman. I thought those guys were awesome guys, man, and, uh, and just made a lot of good friends and just realized what it's about being a student athlete and, and preparing to be a starting quarterback in college while trying to maintain a good grade point average. And I had a lot of people push me, and I was able to, you know, it really showed that I, you know, I, I could do it. I think I had like a 3.0 GPA that first semester. And so with the guidance of everybody that was helping us study hall-wise and coach-wise, I mean, it was it was awesome to kind of see the fruit of your labor re- rewarded in that way. But learn, learn to adapt uh, to, the, to the college life as a student athlete and, and learn to adapt to a new state and, and meet new people was a, was, a, was a big challenge, and I, I learned a ton from it. Eventually, you made your way to Sol Ross State, and your ability to play your senior year and then transition into coaching was, was at least from some of what I've read, a big factor in that. Is that true? Yeah. And at what point did you realize, you know, I want to be a football coach? Yeah, I knew I wanted to be a coach. Actually, when I was in high school, I, uh, you know, I, I come from a single parent home, and, and you know, I always gravitated to the male figures in my life were, were coaches. I love sports, obviously. Playing, I played basketball, football, ran track, did all that stuff, and uh, I just always gravitated to, to my coaches and looked to them for leadership and to be that male figure. And and I knew I, I kind of had the thoughts of being a coach. And then when I got to be a junior in, in high school, my my high school head football coach uh, Phil Young, who as a mentor of mine and always will be just a dear friend. He, um, he was a guy when I, when I met him and played quarterback for him, he was a guy that I knew like, man, I want to be like this guy. And he was a great Christian guy off the field was a, was a family man was, you know, you know, man of his word. And then on the field, he was tough as they come, you know, you didn't want to, you know, you wanted to, you wanted to do, do right for that guy. Cause um, you don't want to get on his bad side. Cause he was, he, he was tough. He's demanding playing quarterback for him. And so that, that's when I knew, like when I met him, my junior year of high school, I was like, ah, I want to coach. There's no doubt in my mind. And then I just got even more infatuated with it when I got to college and just saw how the process worked. And I just loved it. I loved the game and wanted to be around it. Being out of Sol Ross, the, uh, yeah, the, whole, the whole key to it, without question, was not the scheme we ran or anything we did from an X's and O's standpoint. It was just getting the kids to, to, to buy in. And I say kids, shoot, they were my age. Some of them were older. I, you know, I was 22 at the time. My starting outside receiver was 26. So he could have easily, you know, <laughs> blew me off and said, hey, man, I ain't listening to you, you know. And so their ability to adapt and buy in really fast was good. And I think that, you know, I, I transferred there uh, for, for one one season and played and, and developed relationships for a whole year with those guys. And, I, and I've just never been, you know, I guess I've always kind of had a coach-esque, I guess, personality, if that makes sense, probably to a fault at times, you know, too probably too serious a lot of times. And, you know, that kind of – the guys kind of, I think, already viewed me that way. You know what I mean? We'd always have to practice, talk what route we wanted to work on this or what coverage we like this or, you know, why, you know, throw some extra routes on air or do some extra film study or whatever. You know, I, I was kind of that gym rat guy. You know, I wish it translated to the field a little better, but uh, I was always that gym rat guy. And, uh, and I think the kids just they, – they knew that already. And so all I had to do was go in there and just be really clear early that, you know, I'm 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 not your buddy. I'm 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 not your friend. I'm here for you, and I love you. You know, because I mean, we're in this together. There's no question, and I know you guys. But at the end of the day, I'm your coach, and I've got to be demanding, and you got to let me be demanding, and we've got to draw a line in the sand and not cross that line. And we did that, and they bought into that from the very first meeting. And uh, the, I, I remember that meeting to this day, and everything I had planned out to say, and and got in there, and they they were just like, Coach, we got you. And so I was like, Man, that's, that's awesome. And so from that point forward, I knew we had a chance. You know, and so that was without question the, the key. To the success we had there at Toll Ross. 
Yeah, one of the uh, big breaks you've had so far in your career was the East Texas Baptist head coaching job. How did that kind of come about? And was there at any point where you were wondering, you know, man, I'm a young guy. Am I really fit for this role? Or, or, or how did how did you kind of process or deal with that in your mind? Yeah, um, that, that role came about. I was the offensive coordinator for three years at East Texas Baptist from 2013 to uh, 2015. And then in 16 is when I got the head coaching job. And the way that came about, really, and it's funny, you, uh, you know, I, uh, another guy that I look to as a mentor who's actually the head coach at East Texas Baptist now is Scott Highsmith. And, you know, he said it best. You know, he said, there's one phone call, one conversation that can, that can change your life in this business. And, uh, and sure enough, I, I kid you not, about a week later is when the conversation came up real quick for, for me to, to be the head coach at East Texas Baptist. Our head coach got a promotion, got a big time opportunity at an FCS school, and he took it. And, uh, he wanted to know if I wanted, you know, uh, to take the head job at ETBU, and and I, I was fired up to for the for the for the challenge. And there's no question. I think when you're in a major leadership role like being a, a head coach, your strengths and your weaknesses are exposed without question. And so it, it really makes you self reflect a lot. You know, you you learn a lot about yourself. And it was probably the most challenging thing I've ever gone through in my early career. Without question, that first spring was the hardest thing ever. And you, you know, we. We, we lost two of our players that spring as well um, in, in a tragedy, and that, that really was, was difficult for our program uh, as well. But So you topple that on the fact this is my first time doing this. It was difficult, but at the same time, I learned a ton, and I wouldn't change a thing. I loved it. I started to you know, just em- em- embrace it and get in the groove of it, and, and just, you, know, you just start getting in the flow of things, and you adapt just like anything else. And I think you know, me going to places like Dort, I mean, I'm serious. You're going to places like Dort, going to places like Alpine, Texas, you know, where you've got to adapt um, to a new culture. you got to adapt because Alpine, Texas might be in Texas, but uh, it don't feel like Texas. It's way, it's way down way down in southwest Texas, 90 miles from the Mexican border. And, you know, going from a place like that or from a place like Dort to a place like that and just having to adapt it, I think, really helped me out. But, yeah, there were times where you're you're like, man, am I really ready for this? And I just, you know, my wife and I prayed a lot about it when making the decision. And we just felt like, you know, God's always in control and he's never going to give you more than you can handle. And I just, I just really believe things happen at certain times and certain places for certain reasons, and it's not just by chance. And, and I just believe it was in God's will. I felt at peace about it in my heart and, and just took it head on and took the, the good times and the bad times. And when I made mistakes, just tried to learn from it and do the best I could. So, but it was an awesome opportunity, and uh, and it was a heck of a lot of fun. Coached some great kids and had a great staff, and we, we, we had a lot of fun. You're at Southern Miss now. How's that transition gone? And you seem pretty excited about the job on Twitter. How, how's it been uh, through your first season at Southern Miss? It's been, it's been awesome so far. I think we have a, number one, you know, when, whenever you're taking a new job, I don't care, D3 to D1, nothing, none of that matters. The thing that matters is the, the the head guy you work for, the people you work with. That that's what's most important. And that was a big deal for me in this decision. You know, I was able to. I knew a guy on the staff previously, just through through recruiting, and I knew what t- type of man he was. And uh, Coach Tim Billings is just a great Christian man and a, and, a, and a, just a great mentor. And uh, and then he introduced me to Jay Hobson, the, the head football coach here. And there's not a better man in college football than Jay Hobson. I, I can honestly say that he works his tail off and he demands a lot from his coaches and his players, but he loves his kids. He he loves his coaches, and and he wants the best for all of us. And he's a believer. He's he is exactly what he says he is. And again, it goes back to integrity. Working for a guy with integrity, and so working for the right people, and working for our offensive coordinator Shannon Dawson, who's not only one of the best offensive minds in the game, but also just just one of the best people out there. You know, he's just a he's a he's a he's a great person. And so getting to learn from guys like that every day 
make it worthwhile and, and make it fun. And so I, it's like I'm going to a coach's clinic every day. I'm getting to learn and evolve and take things that, you know, I used to do and, and make them better, you know, and I think it's going to better me in my career moving forward. But I'm loving it. We have a great program, great tradition, a great fan base. There are tons of fun just to see every Saturday come out. and They, they, they can't wait for Saturdays at the Rock. And it's, it's, a, it's a great program to be a part of. And, and I'm just soaking it all up and working my tail off and try to help this program be the best it can be. Thank you a lot again for your time, Scotty. You really appreciate it taking some time out of yeah. your busy schedule. Oh, anytime, brother. I, Christian, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for thinking of me, man. No problem. Good luck this season. Hey, good luck to you guys. Again, thank you to Scotty Walden. At just 27 years old, he's an incredibly busy football coach, especially at the NCAA Division One level, so we are really appreciative of the time he had and the good words he had to say about Door College. I hope you enjoyed today's segment of Where Are They Now? here on KDCR. We've got more Door College football right around the corner. We'll toss it back to Mike Biker for the second half right after this.